Hi everyone, Layla here. Welcome back to another episode of Confronting COVID. Today, I want to discuss the immunology behind COVID-19 and how COVID-19 vaccines work. Let's get into it. Immunology is one of my fortes and one of my personal favorite topics to discuss. I've had the opportunity to do research studying type 1 diabetes immunology at Vanderbilt University's Medical Center and will be conducting immunology cancer research at the National Institute of Health after I graduate from DePauw University. So while I won't be interviewing anyone for today's episode, hopefully I can provide some insight and answer your questions about the COVID-19 immune response and vaccines. COVID-19 is a type of RNA virus called a lysogenic virus, meaning that it is an organism that invades human cells and uses human DNA to replicate itself, making several more copies of itself. The virus then continues to replicate by hijacking more cells and travels throughout the human body, wreaking havoc on the host, making us feel sick. (coughs) However, our bodies aren't defenseless against this bad guy virus. Each virus cell or particle has a marker on them called an antigen. The human immune system creates specific cells called antibodies that recognize and are programmed to kill cells with that particular antigen on the virus. However, this response doesn't happen overnight. It can take up to two weeks for a body to produce antibodies against viruses. This allows the virus to continue to replicate and makes us sicker until we can fight it off. So you might be wondering, how can we use medical interventions to treat COVID-19 or other viruses? Unfortunately, because COVID-19 is a viral infection, not a bacterial infection, it cannot be treated with antibiotics. Over-the-counter medications such as acetaminophen or ibuprofen are typical treatments used for viral infections to make symptoms a little more bearable. Some other specific treatments for COVID-19 for those who are not ill enough to be hospitalized include the medications bamlanivimab, kisirivimab, and imdevimab, which are monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibodies are reproduced white blood cells from previous COVID-19 patients. They mimic the body's immune system's ability to fight off pathogens. This can help the patients to start fighting off the virus before their body has had the time to make their own antibodies. While these treatments have been used for patients, because COVID is such a new virus, There isn't sufficient data from clinical trials to recommend for or against these treatments as a whole. These treatments are currently used at discretion of the doctor and patients. For those who are much more sick with COVID and need to be hospitalized, the medications remdesivir and dexamethasone are used, both of which are antiviral medications. Remdesivir is the only FDA-approved treatment for COVID currently. It works by blocking the virus from copying itself. Clinical trials have shown that remdesivir can cut the recovery time for COVID-19 by nearly a third. 
For severely sick individuals needing to be in intensive care units, they may also need to be intubated and have the support of a ventilator to breathe. Because these treatments are not a cure for COVID-19 and may not be effective for everyone, the best way to combat COVID is to prevent it. The most effective way to prevent the spread and infection of COVID-19 is to reach herd immunity through vaccination. The three vaccines that are currently available are made by Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are taken in two different doses, while the J&J &J is one dose. With Pfizer and Moderna, you are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after your second shot, while with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you would be considered fully vaccinated two weeks after the single shot. Pfizer and Moderna are called mRNA vaccines, meaning that they contain material from the virus that causes COVID-19 which gives our cells instructions for how to make a protein that is unique to the virus, but cannot actually infect us. After our cells make copies of the protein, immune cells destroy the genetic material present in the vaccine. The body recognizes that this protein is a foreign invader and creates T cells and B cells built to remember the virus if the person happens to be infected with COVID in the future. On the other hand, Johnson & Johnson is a vector vaccine, meaning that it contains a modified version of a different virus than the one that causes COVID-19. This is called a viral vector. Once the viral vector is inside of our cells, the genetic material gives cells instructions to make a protein that is unique to the virus that causes COVID-19. Using these instructions, our cells make copies of the protein. This prompts our bodies to manufacture T cells and B cells that will remember how to fight the virus that causes COVID-19. That way, we will be prepared if we come in contact with the virus in the future. With all these vaccines, the body is left with a supply of memory T cells that remember how to fight the virus if the person's exposed to it. A lot of times, people will experience symptoms a day after their vaccine, such as fevers and chills. These symptoms are actually a good sign that the body is building immunity, and it's nothing to be too concerned about. The Pfizer vaccine currently has a 95% efficacy rate, Moderna at 94%, and J&J &J at 66%. Overall, taking the vaccine is the best way we can reach herd immunity as a globe and attempt to eradicate COVID-19 for good. I hope I was able to provide some insight into the immune response behind COVID-19 to help you better understand treatments and understand the mechanisms behind the various vaccines. That's all for this episode. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and go get that vaccine.